Welcome to Your Work, Your Way. This is the podcast where you learn to get in touch with your inner CEO with soul. Learn to take charge of your career. Learn to show up with confidence in a way that is aligned with who you really are. I'm your host, Lisa Filia, Masters in Psychology, Certified Life Coach, Expert Career Confidence Coach, and Founder of Believe C. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, we are back with another episode today. I hope you enjoyed last week's bonus episode where we went into all of the questions that have been coming up around my Soul Activation Coach certification. Those have now been answered. So if you are a coach or wanting to become one, join me in the Soul Activation Coach certification. I won't go into detail on it here because every question has been answered in the bonus episode that came out last week. So feel free to check that out. It's called bonus episode, so you won't miss it. And you can get any questions questions you have answered there. You can learn more about that certification and we can dive in together. I will share there is a bonus for those who enroll by this Friday. So if you enroll by April 1st, this Friday, you will also get an additional one-on-one individual coaching and strategy session with me. This will be your opportunity to magnify the impact from the certification, get specific steps to help you with your coaching business, wherever you're at with it, and get some coaching on what's been coming up for you so you can move through your resistance and be making money as a coach. So join me, coaches. The certification starts the week Well, actually, it's next week now. Gosh, it's coming up so soon. So there is very limited time left for you to enroll. So if you've been sitting on it, or even if you've just heard about it now, come on in, join me. This is only $1,200 for the full certification, three months long, weekly live sessions, specific feedback, as much feedback as you want on your coaching so you can improve it. And you can be using the Soul Activation Framework to help your clients understand what's stopping them and move through it. This will help you make more money as a coach. This will help you set up your coaching business in a way that's soul-led, which means you get to be you in your coaching business. You don't have to pretend to be somebody else. You don't have to feel like there's a right way to coach and you have to change who you are in order to coach that way. You get to show up as you authentically, truly, genuinely, and change lives. This is how we uplift the planet. The world is ready for this, for intuition and mindset put with strategy to create incredible soul-led results for yourself and your clients so you can make money as you coach with soul. So join me. The link to enroll is in the show notes. Remember that special bonus ends this Friday, April 1st. And the certification starts next week. So now is the time to enroll. There's only a couple days left to be able to enroll uh, from when this episode is releasing. So uh, gosh, I just realized the episode's releasing the day before the bonus ends. So if you're hearing this in real time, this is your moment. Now is the time. Join me in the certification. It is going to be an incredible life-changing experience 
and it will change how you do your business so you can do it with soul and make money as you coach your clients to massive breakthroughs. Okay, let's dive into today's episode. We are talking about anxiety and the what you'll leave with from today is you will know how to turn your anxiety into focused energy. Because the truth is anxiety is like a chaos inside. It's this chaotic energy going in a lot of different directions and sometimes we focus it in the wrong direction too. So it can look like that. But what it actually is, is is a gift in a way, because when you have that much energy and then you know how to channel that energy, you can be incredibly productive because if you use that energy in, in a way that's focused, in a way that's guided towards what you want from a place of trust and belief, you can get things done quickly, efficiently, productively, and you can create amazing results for yourself. This episode, it's not a gimmick. I know me saying it that way, you might think, okay, this is just a gimmicky, like four-step thing that you can't actually use. And that is not the truth because honestly, I just use these steps right before hopping on this podcast recording right now. And it completely changed how I was feeling. No joke. If you could talk to my husband, if like I, he's working right now, but if I brought him in here and was like, Hey, Jordan, tell them how I was feeling like 10 minutes ago, he would let you know because he was in the room with me when I was in major anxiety. And so I am going to share that with you. I'm going to weave that story in because it'll show you truly how these steps work. I never tell you things in this podcast episode that I have not tried out on my own or with my clients and seen actual results. So please know this is never about gimmicks or making things sound nice that don't actually work. Everything I tell you in these podcasts, I've had used, worked for me or my clients. And so I know they get results. So you can use these too. Okay. I also want to share the work win. This week, I am celebrating one of my clients. I am so happy for him because what he's realized, and we've been working together for a couple months now, and he's also been going to therapy at the same time. And I do find this is a great combination because the therapy and the coaching we might be talking about similar things, but from very different angles. And therapy and coaching can complement each other one uh, quite well. I I think there's sometimes feels like there's a battle out there for folks, like whether they should do coaching or whether they should do therapy. But I don't find it to be a battle. I actually find it to be an amazing collaboration. I've never talked with with this client's therapist, and I have other clients with therapists as well. And I don't need to talk to them because our techniques can complement each other so well. And so if you're out there and you have a therapist, but you're also wondering about coaching, please know it doesn't have to be mutually exclusive. You can do both at the same time. I did both at the same time, and I got very different insights from having the combination. It was quite helpful for me. And now I have a lot of clients who do the same thing and they love it as well. So just a little side note for you, if, if you're curious to know which to do, why not both? Okay. So 
what I want to celebrate for this client is he has realized his next calling. And I say it that way because he had dealt with some difficult situations and I'm not going to go into what, what they are, but it led to some beliefs around scarcity that were holding him back a little bit in how to show up and what he wanted. And what he realized was he could actually use some of the ways he thinks that he was seen as bad as a way to help him, as an actual career path forward. So what he used to deem as thoughts that were unhelpful, things maybe he shouldn't be focused on, he has come up with an entire new career path that will let him leverage those to his benefit. So instead of getting mad at himself for the way that he thinks based on some of the past situations he's been in, he's going to use it for him. He's going to use it to guide him in a new career path. And so he is going to be going to law school, which is actually a childhood dream that he had had. And he'd put aside He hadn't thought he could do it. He had kind of closed the door on that dream, but through coaching and through therapy came to realize he can do this. It is in his power. It is in his ability, and it actually can leverage some of the things that he used to think were obstacles for him to overcome are actually things that can help him be really successful in this career. So I am so happy for this client, and this is why... I love coaching so much because it's helping people to help themselves realize their own dreams, to show up for themselves, to pursue the things they wanted to maybe pursue before, but told themselves they couldn't and to give them that permission, to help them give themselves that permission really. And I just feel honored to get to be a part of this client's life and to get to see where he's taking this next and am thrilled for all the people he'll be supporting as well. So congratulations to this client. I am so pleased for you and can't wait to continue working together and see how this continues to grow and evolve. All right, folks, here we go. Talking about anxiety now, we're going to switch into the topic. I already gave you an overview of what we're covering and how I'm going to outline it. So now I'm going to dive in. Remember, the key is this episode will show you how to turn anxiety into focused energy. So I want to start by sharing my state of emotion from like 10 minutes before I I hopped on this podcast recording. Here's where I was at. I have a lot of really fantastic things coming up. And I'm at this point in my business where I'm used to saying yes to pretty much most things. And now I'm at this point where I have a full schedule and I love it. I love all the things I'm doing. And I was feeling quite overwhelmed uh, earlier today. I have a lot of fun trips that have been happening as well. And so everything is good. And, and that's the interesting part is sometimes when things feel good, it feels like you're not allowed to feel anxious because what do you have to complain about? But honestly, even when things feel like they're going really well, it doesn't mean anxiety doesn't creep its head in. And so for me, what was, what was happening right before, like 10 minutes before I started recording this episode 
is I was feeling overwhelmed. I was noticing all of the things I have coming up in my business, incredible opportunities that they are, doesn't change the fact that they will require some work and dedication from me. And I started to count all of the new workshops that I'll be creating and all of the new people that I'm going to get to be supporting, get to be coaching and get to be sharing information with. And also some of the different activities that are happening. My husband and I are moving forward on an amazing house that the offer was accepted in. So we have that going on. Uh, We are going to be living with my parents for a little while. So we're making some transitions that way. And we have some fun personal trips planned as well. So all of that is happening in the same month. And I noticed all of March, I was saying, huh, everything seems to be happening in April. And of course I kept saying that and things kept popping up for April. It's not a coincidence. I basically made that the reality by the, what I was opening up to, I was basically saying universe, everything needs to happen in April. And guess what? Everything's now meant to happen in April. And right now it's, it's March 30th when I'm recording this and April's around the corner. And there's so many things that I'm seeing that I have to do. And all of these things by themselves, I'm incredibly glad to do. It's, it's stuff I love to do. And that's the best part. But when I started adding it all up as in saying, Oh, I have this and then this, and then this, Oh, and they're all starting the same week. And I also have this other thing. I started to notice the shortness of breath. I started to feel, I always think of the word of, of chaos. It feels like inner chaos, like all the cells in my body start to go in different directions. And that's what anxiety feels like for me. And so I'm sitting in the car with Jordan driving back from dropping uh, my sister-in-law off who had just visited, who was so much fun to get to hang with her, but we're driving back and I'm like, Jordan, I'm kind of freaking out a little bit right now. I, I have so much that I'm noticing going on and I know it's going to be okay, but I'm really nervous. And that's where I left it. And then I kind of went internal and noticed how I was feeling. And so then we get back home to where we're staying and my parents are going to be showing up later this afternoon and living with us for a month. And then Jordan and I are going to be moving into our new house. And so we have some shifts to make where, where we've been staying for that and all of this other stuff coming up too. And so I was feeling really heavy and I was also knowing I wanted to record a podcast episode today. And I also am planning a workshop for tomorrow and it's new content and I have ideas about it, but I haven't officially finished it yet. And it feels like I'm right up on the wire. And I just noticed the chaotic energy in me getting stronger and stronger. And I knew that I had a choice. And I also knew that if I let myself stay in this state, I would not be able to think clearly. Cause I don't know about you, but that's what it is for me when I'm anxious. And I think it's, this is biological where anxiety isn't there to help us think rationally. It's there to help us get the heck out of a hard situation. And so thinking rationally and coming up with great ideas for workshops and podcasts doesn't usually happen when you're in an anxious state because anxiety didn't evolve to help you think clearly. It evolved to help you get out of a terrible situation so that you survive. 
And so it's pretty much the last thing you need to help you be productive. And yet it's often what shows up when we really need to be productive. So it kind of feels like nature's laughing at you a little bit when you notice how anxious you are at the exact moment when you need to not be anxious so you can think clearly and get things done. And so this is where I was at. I knew though that there had to be another way. And I also knew that the solution could not be to get angry at myself, get angry at what I had to do, or get angry at the anxiety because adding frustration to anxiety just creates more chaos inside. It doesn't actually give any solutions. And so what I decided was to change the way I was perceiving the anxiety. And this is not sugarcoating it. And I am going to differentiate the difference between sugarcoating and what I just said in a moment. But for now, just trust that I'm not saying sugarcoat it and say everything's fine when it doesn't feel like that. What I am saying is we can't fight our anxiety. We can't become in a battle with how we feel because then we lose sight of the power of the anxiety and we spend so much energy trying to control this energetic force as opposed to using it for us. And in that moment, so like I said, we'd just gotten home. And so I was was back in, in my house now. I was like, what do I need? And I realized first and foremost, I needed some fuel. So for anyone out there, when you're feeling anxious, before you try to game plan from a strategic place, I want you to ask yourself, am I hungry? Am I thirsty? Do I need to go to the bathroom? I know that sounds silly, but sometimes those three things are adding a lot of extra pressure to ourselves. When we're hungry, the pressure that can be created from that, the internal nag to eat, 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 can just add more fuel and make it harder to think straight. Thirst can do that too. I notice I get anxious when I'm thirsty and it's It's like my body's response saying, hey, you need to drink something. And sometimes if I am really not focused on my biological needs, I'll not realize that I've been needing to go to the bathroom for like 30 minutes and I just keep trying to finish some project and it makes me anxious. So for you listening, always ask yourself, do I need food? Do I need water? Do I need to go to the bathroom? Start there, take a step. And so what I did was I realized, well, I haven't eaten yet. It's pretty late in the day. I'm gonna go ahead and do that. And so what I did was I grabbed some leftover food and I ate that. Not a lot, just a little. And and it helped, but I still noticed, I still felt a little chaotic inside. And so then I had some water and I didn't ever try to fight the anxiety. I just said, okay, I know this is how I'm feeling And I also know it's going to be okay. And so I trusted even in the anxious state. And in that moment, I remembered a video I had recorded, gosh, several years ago now. And the whole focus of that video was that anxiety is just energy that's unfocused. And I even talked about that briefly in in a previous podcast episode. And remembering that, I said, okay, I'm a coach. 
this is my opportunity to coach myself. I know that anxiety can feel terrible and detrimental and that we can use it to help us if we know how to use the energy in that way. And I know that you can turn anxiety into focused energy. And just me acknowledging that concept that I knew could work because I'd seen it worked before for myself and my clients. Let me take a breath. Let me believe in the possibility that it could be just fine and actually helpful to have anxiety. And I took some deep breaths out. And I listened to some music that's very grounding for me. And I'm not saying like I took 10 minutes to do this. Literally, it was like a minute. Put on the music, took some deep breaths, and started to notice that I felt calmer because I had acknowledged that I could turn this anxiety into focus. So it wasn't that I was getting rid of the energy. It was that I was grounding it. I'm picturing like this like fireball and it has all of these sparks coming in all of these different directions. And you like take your hands and you pull the fireball back with in and you you almost center it you make it into this non you stabilize it you're stabilizing the fireball inside the fireball is like the anxious energy going out in all different directions feels awful and you can't think straight but if you focus it inward you end up with this brilliant point of light that you can then use to guide you forward. It's like this laser focus that you can get by taking the anxiety energy and centering it and grounding it. And so I did that. And like I said, it did not take long. This was like a minute of breathing after I ate and then putting on some music and reminding myself, oh, I can use this for me. And I noticed a smile creep on my face as I realized that I could do this, I could get these things done, it was going to be okay, that I could use this for me, that I was ready, I was tapped into myself, I was in this place of power, I was using what was anxiety and turning into focused energy so I could move forward with impact. And it felt so good. And so I went and I told Jordan, like, hey, I'm actually feeling so much better now. I just decided to focus the anxiety and use it for me. And he's like, that's great. <laughs> and, and I did this thing where I pretended I was a sumo wrestler and I, w- I went like, I've got this or something like that, which sounds kind of ridiculous when I say it now, but it was quite fun in the moment. So it was such a representation of me being back in play. And that's something too, you'll know you've turned the anxiety into focused energy because you'll start to feel playful again and you'll start to feel maybe a little mischievous. That's kind of how I am. And me doing that just got me laughing. My husband kind of just looked at me. He's used to that. (laughs) But um, it just reminded me to have fun and to enjoy life and to use this for me. And I truly believed I could do it. I have a power inside of me and you do too. And when we forget it or we see it as this great thing that is out of control, we feel out of control and we feel stuck and we feel like we can't move forward because there's so much going on and we spiral, spiral, spiral. But when we remind ourselves that we are the fire masters, we are the ones who get to focus it into something we can use. It reminds us of our power 
It reminds us of our brilliance and it lets us get back tapped into who we are. And so that is what I came here to share with you today. That was the story of this in action truly 10 minutes before hopping on this podcast with you. I actually had an entirely different episode that I was going to share with you, but I wanted to switch and do this one instead because it's so real to me right now that I wanted to use that. I wanted to share it so you guys could benefit from this too. Now, that's the story of how this showed up for me. And the steps I'm about to share with you, they're all in there. So you have everything you need to apply that to your life now. But I, I'm somebody who does really well with knowing the actual systems and practices. So what I want to do now, now that you've heard the story, I want to break down exactly what happened. And I've separated these as what not to do and what to do, the do's and don'ts or don'ts and do's of how to approach anxiety so you can turn it into focused energy. So these are all things that I had woven into this what I just shared from my own personal experience. And I'm going to pull them out now so you can see the abstract framework behind it. And this can help our logical, rational mind to understand what happened as well. And it can also help you to apply it even uh, to greater detail in your own life and in your own work. So whether you are a coach and you have your own coaching business, whether you're an entrepreneur and you have a different business that you're doing, or whether you're a career professional or a leader, this can help you. So first off, don't sugarcoat the anxiety. If you're in this place of chaos saying, oh, it's fine. Everything's going to be fine. If that's the first thing that you do, it, it feels like a lie. It's like you're telling yourself that nothing's wrong when your body's also telling you that something's wrong. You're going to feel like you're lying to yourself and you're potentially going to harm your self-trust, which will make it harder to calm down. So don't say everything's fine when things don't feel fine. Instead, acknowledge that things don't feel fine. Say, okay, I don't feel okay. I'm noticing I feel anxious. I'm feeling anxious right now. That's what's happening. Don't sugarcoat. Instead, do acknowledge the feeling. The next step, don't try to argue from an analytical place that you have nothing to be anxious about. Because if you are already feeling anxiety, you're already not convinced. And so it's... Rational arguments don't change the feeling that's already coursing through your veins. If you're already in the sense of feeling, just acknowledge that's where you're at. Don't try to convince yourself you have nothing to be anxious about. Also, don't spiral into worst case scenario. Now, this is so easy to say, but in the moment, like even in my story, I was already going into worst case about how I might not get it all done, how I had so much going on. So I was already worst case scenarioing. So if you notice you're in the worst case scenario, don't continue the spiral by saying, oh great, now I can't even think straight. Instead say, okay, I'm feeling anxious. It's what I'm feeling right now. I don't need to argue with that. That's where my current state of being is. It feels like something's wrong. And I can remind myself that I do have a choice. This doesn't have to become a bad thing. My mind's telling me 
it might be a bad thing, that it is a bad thing, but it doesn't have to be. I don't have to see it that way. And this, again, you're not trying to argue with yourself and tell yourself nothing's wrong. You're saying you're noticing something feels wrong and that it doesn't mean that that's the truth. You're acknowledging how you feel and how you think without saying that this has to be the reality. You're just saying what seems to be your experience without saying that it must mean something's wrong. So don't try to convince yourself you have nothing to be anxious about and don't try to don't continue your spiral of worst case scenario. Instead, acknowledge the feeling and remember your choice that it doesn't have to be a bad thing. In fact, it could even be a good thing. The next thing I want to share with you, don't beat yourself up for having anxiety. We don't need to make ourselves wrong for how we feel. We don't need to be annoyed at ourselves that we're experiencing it again. Anxiety is often part of the package when we're somebody who pushes ourselves outside of our comfort zones, when we're somebody who wants to strive for greatness, who does do great things, when we're somebody who's looking to have an impact, a massive impact in this life. That means going past what we may believe we can do and letting ourselves experience difficult things because we want to, because it matters to us, because that's what we feel like we're here for. And so that often means anxiety can be part of the deal because anxiety comes from uncertainty and uncertainty that we make wrong. So all anxiety is, is us saying, we don't know what's going to happen. And so we're thinking it might be bad. We're assuming the worst and maybe instead of assuming the best. So it's a common phenomenon, but it doesn't mean we have to require it to be there. And it also doesn't mean we have to get mad when it shows up. So instead of beating yourself up for having it, acknowledge, hey, I'm really pushing myself here. I'm really showing myself this opportunity to get beyond what I feel safe at and instead pursue something that I really want to try out. I want to see. For me, a lot of times, reminding myself, hey, I'm here for the adventure. I'm here for the experience. I'm here because I want to see and I want to do and I want to try all of these things that I never thought I would maybe do before because they matter to me. And so remind yourself why you're pursuing these things in the first place. So don't beat yourself up. Instead, remind yourself of why you're in for the ride anyways, even if anxiety is there, even if it means taking anxiety along for that ride. The last don't that I want to share is don't make drastic decisions when you're in the anxiety. Anxiety will try to convince us to stop or maybe to go, depending on what the situation is. You might become reactive in a in a move forward or a move away way, but don't decide when you're in the middle of the intense anxiety because you're not at a place where you're tapped into your intuition when anxiety is driving the show. So what you want to do are those other steps that I that I already kind of went over with the do's, but so instead of making a drastic decision, 
So don't do that. Instead, do have compassion for the part of you that is feeling anxious and then go through the other steps I already mentioned, which is acknowledging how you feel, remembering your choice and that it doesn't have to be a bad thing, seeing it as an adventure, having compassion for yourself to try not to control it all. Because anxiety, like I said, was around feeling uncertain and assuming the worst. It also has to do with control, our brain wanting to control outcomes so it can feel certain of what's going to happen, and yet maybe it's something that it can't control, that it truly doesn't have the power to control. So have compassion for that part of you that wishes it could control things that it can't control, wishes it could know things that it can't yet know, wishes that it could already see that it's going to be successful when it can't see it because it hasn't happened yet. So it makes sense that we might be feeling a little on edge or a little nervous. But let's center that chaos. Acknowledge how you feel. Remember, it doesn't have to be wrong. This could be your gift. Anxiety is energy. Let's focus it. Center the chaos, that fireball. I call it a fireball. I I don't know why. Like, If you've played the original Mario, you have Luigi and Mario, and one of the powers is they have the fireball. And so that's what I was thinking of. Like, Imagine their fireball was this chaotic ball of energy that felt like it was going to blow up. Like, that's not going to work. That's not going to be what you want. Instead, they harness this fireball in their hands and they chuck it and they can, with precision, aim to kind of destroy the villains. So they have this fireball in their hands. And I want you to think about your anxiety as your fireball. It's your tool to focus, center on something and get it done. Take care of it. Finish the task. And so laser focus it. Just knowing that you can, like honestly, just listening to this episode, if all you leave with is knowing that you can, that it's possible to focus your chaotic anxiety into something you can use, just knowing that that is possible will change how you view the next time you feel anxious, will change what you do the next time you feel anxious because you'll have hope, because you'll know it is possible to use that anxiety for you. If you weren't feeling anxious, you might not be feeling like you have much energy at all. Like that's the other side of it. When when we're not feeling anxious at all, almost to the point where we feel lethargic, like the way other extreme is exhaustion, like lethargy, that doesn't really set us up to get things done because it's hard to think clearly when you're super exhausted. So what we want to do is instead of letting the chaotic energy exhaust us from trying to control it in a way where we're trying to quell it down, say, hey, I'm using this anxious energy for me. I'm turning it into a focused point of energy and I'm lasering in on what I want to accomplish. Like for me in my story, I know I want to get this podcast episode recorded. I know I want to finish the workshop. And do you hear in my voice the conviction that I have? 
This is how I'm going to use my energy. I'm not going to use it to get stressed out and spin. I already did that a little bit today and that's okay. But I reminded myself, hey, you have a choice here, Lisa. It's okay you're feeling anxious. Let's acknowledge that's where you're at and let's center it. Let's be Mario and Luigi. Let's use it as this fireball driving us forward with strategy. By dialing it in, not quelling it down, just guiding it to a specific focus. Instead of focusing on worst case, focusing on on what do I want to use this anxiety for? I want to use it as fuel. I want to use it to get things done. I want to use it to show up strong, powerfully in my element. This is what I'm here for. This is the adventure I signed up for. You can do this too. Turn your anxiety into focused energy. You know this is possible. You wouldn't still be listening to this episode if you didn't think so. The part of you knows that this can be your way too. You can use that anxiety to drive you forward, to create brilliant results, to feel good as you do it. Yeah, the anxiety edge might still be there a little bit on the the edges of, of your way, but it doesn't have to consume you. It doesn't have to overwhelm you. It doesn't have to take you down. It can be your tool. Use it in that way. And one way that helps me to do this is to ask myself the question, what's next? Just focusing on the one next step as opposed to every single thing that I think I have to do gets me moving, gets me grounded, gets me focused on just the next thing, the next thing, and using the energy to get it done. This is how we use anxiety for us. We turn it into focused energy. Again, you do not sugarcoat. You do not try to convince yourself there's nothing to be anxious about. You do not spiral into worst case scenario. You do not beat yourself up. You do not make drastic decisions. You do acknowledge the feeling. You do remember your choice. You do remember it doesn't have to mean that it's bad. It could actually help you out. You do let yourself see it as an adventure. You do have compassion for that part of you that's trying to control it all but can't. And you do center the chaos. You can do so with breath. You can do it with reminding yourself to trust this is the adventure that you're on, having your own back, deciding it is fuel to focus. It is not a problem. You always get what you can handle. You always have what you need. So use that for you to turn your anxiety into focused energy and take massive, bold moves in your life based on what you want, based on being there for you, based on using anxiety as your fuel, fireball fuel, focused, centered energy to guide you to incredible results. You can do this. Thanks for listening to today's episode. And if you loved what you heard, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. I help my clients to show up and do their work their way with soul. Whether it's so you can excel in your current role or so you can figure out what you want for your next role and get that role, coaching can help you get there. It begins with a consult. Sign up for yours by going to believeseed.com slash schedule. 
This is your free call, and it is that first step towards that new life, that transformation into you doing your work in your way with soul.